الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد We're now going to go into the madkhal of ilm al-nahu, grammar. If you guys remember, we spoke about three doors, three stages. The first stage we spoke about, al-wad'u wa taqween when the Arabic grammar was placed, the first bricks were being put down. And we said that that started from what? Abil Aswad al-Du'ali Up to who? Khalil ibn Ahmed Al-Farahidi We said from that to that time And that was the first stage And that stage were only A'immatu al-Basra The Kufiyyib for the first hundred years in grammar They didn't come into the discussion Are we all together brothers? After Khalil ibn Ahmed al-Farahidi, Shaykh Sibawahi, what happened? The Kufi, they woke up. Abu Ja'far al-Ru'asi, who was the first person from the Kufi, he took knowledge from the scholars of Basra, and that's how it spread. Then we said that the second stage started, and the second stage we said was, Dawrul Numu. The grammar now was growing. It was being nurtured. It was being what? Nurtured. It was growing. And we spoke about that in great details last lesson. Today we're going to speak about the third door, which is the door where al-nadju al-kabal. It's it's complete now. We are able to reap the fruits from the tree. The Arabic grammar has now reached its completeness, mashallah. And the tabaqatul basriyeen, they are on the sixth tabaqa. Remember, five tabaqa have already gone. The basriyeen are early. Like the kufiyeen are only on the fourth tabaqa. We all understand this, right? Because we spoke about this before. We spoke about the tabaqat the kufi the basriyid here these are the basriyid and these are the kufiyid in this stage the tabaqat al-sadisa and al-sabi'ah of the basriyid came and I'm going to talk about all of them this stage it starts from Abu Uthman al-Mazili to Ibn Sikit the author of the kitab, Islah al-Mantiq. Al-Mazini will talk about, and Ibn Sikit we're going to speak about him as well. It started from him, this level, this whole stage, up to Ibn Sikit. This stage, there are unique things that happened, and I'm going to talk about. What happened in this stage is, number one, al-istiqra wal-istimbat. The scholars were now, they were doing deduction and extraction, number one. Number two, 
they were completing that which the early grammarians missed out they were completing it whatever little things were missing they were completing it what were they also doing the things that were ambiguous that were not clear they were clarifying it even more details that's the third thing that they were doing they were also what were they doing they were also the definitions of things things were not defined completely in the early, early stages they now came and they finished up the definitions for things what they also did was they fully took out nahu from sarf are you with me brothers we spoke about what sarf is and the importance of sarf and what Ibn Malik he said in Islamiyyah he said وَبَعْدُ مَنْ يُحْكِمْ تَصَرُّفَهُ يَحُزْ مِنَ اللُّغَةِ الْأَبْوَابَ وَالسُّبُولَ فَهَاكَ النَّظْمًا مُحِيطًا بِالْمُهِمِّ وَقَدْ يَحْوِدْ تَفَاصِلَ مَنْ يَسْتَحْذِرُ الْجُمُولَ Sarf is a science that deals with abniyatu al-kalima the structure of the words فَعَلَ فَعِلَ فَعُلَ بِفَعْلَ لَلْفِعْلُ ذُو التَّجْرِيدِ أَوْ فَعُلَ يَأْتِي وَبَكْسُورَ عَيْنٍ أَوْ عَلَى فَعَلَ وَضَمَّ مِنْ فَعُلَ الْجَمْ فِي الْمُضَارِعِ وَفْتَحْ مَوْضِعَ الْكَسْرِ فِي الْمَبْلِيمِ It deals with the structure of the words and we spoke about this Who is the first person we said that wrote Sarf? Who remembers? Wa'ad Al-Harat Wa'ad Al-Harat was the first person who wrote Sarf But the thing when he wrote it was It was still in the middle of what? It was still kind of mixed with what? Grammar. Lakin here now at this stage, Sarf was one full studied structured science with all of its muqaddabat and its mabadi and its qawaid in one science. And Nahu was made in what? Things were now organized. Does that make sense? They proper worked, said sarf, put it here for us. Nahu, put it here for us. Because things are now complete. Also in this stage, Dawrun Nadji wal Kabal, the madhabs are not two anymore. Oh, there's a third madhab that came about. We had Basra, right? And we had Al. And now we have we have Al-Baghdad. We have Baghdad that came. So all of those three are now are there. Also at this stage, the enmity and hate between the madahibs is very high. Each one wants to take, the, wants to give the final say. Each one at this point is trying to bring about something that the other ones haven't brought. So, the conflicts were great. Inshallah ta'ala, I'm going to speak about those imams so you have understanding of who they are and we're going to conclude there inshallah ta'ala. The first person is Al-Jarmi. 
Some scholars, they say, Al-Jarmi. His name is Abu Umar, Salih ibn Ishaq. And he was a mawla, a slave for the people of Jarm. And Jarm is a qabila to min qaba'il al-Yaman. Are you with me, brothers? Is a qabila, a tribe min qaba'il al-Yaman. He was a, a mawla, a slave for them. Or oh, he's from a family. He grew up in Basra, this Imam al-Jarmiyu. He grew up in Basra. And he studied from the shuyukh of Basra. Who did he hear from? He heard from Abu Abdurrahman Yunus ibn Yunus ibn Habib. Yunus ibn Habib, who is he? The teacher of Sibawi. And the teacher of who? Kisai. We talked about it. Kisai, when he went to Basra to learn, who did he find in the seat sitting? Khalid ibn Ahmed. And he took from Khalid ibn Ahmed. And he also took from Yunus ibn Habib. And then when he came back, after 10 years of studying from the people of Hudayn, Kisai, when he came back, who did he meet? He met that Khalil Muhammad died and he was sitting there. Yunus ibn Habib, we spoke about this last lesson. So Al-Jarmiyu, he took from Yunus ibn Habib. He also took from Al-Akhfash Al-Awsat. Remember we said the Akhfash, how many types? How many Akhfash were there? Okay, we're here, let's, let's, how do we know one from the other? Akhfash al-Kabir is who? Akhfash al-Kabir is the teacher of Sibawi. Akhfash al-Awsadna is the student of who? Sibawi. And al-Akhfash al-Saghir is the student of Abu al-Abbas ibn al-Mubarrit. We're going to speak about al-Mubarrit. You have to know each one from the other. Al-Jarmiyu, he didn't meet Sibawi. He met Yunus, but he lived at the time of Sibawi. But he didn't meet him. And he was a poet and a great scholar. And he has many books. He has many books. From his books is a kitab called Al Mukhtasar fi Nahu. It's a summarized book. In, and he died in Baghdad when the year was 225. 225. The second Imam in Basra was. At-Tawazi Place a shadda on the ta and the waw At-Tawazi huh? Sorry, Basra, Basra ha, This is Basra and this is Kufa Like in, remember when we were speaking about some of them Some of them they left Basra and they left Kufa And they resided in Baghdad And they were not taking the view of each group So a new madhab came out I'll mention it later inshallah ta'ala Tawazi his name is Abu Muhammad Abdullah ibn Muhammad At-Tawazi Tawazi is a, a, a place in Faris In Persia Tawazi He took Kitab Sibawayhi From Al-Jarmi Jarmi was said that the man before Jarmi the one before He was a master when it came to Kitab Sibawayhi Sibawayhi's book Tawazi he took from him. Washtahara bin Lugati wal Adab. He became well known for the Arabic language and for the Arabic literature. He died in the year 238. The third person is Abu Uthman al Maziniyu. Abu Uthman 
Al-Baziriyu. He was born in Basra. He was born in Basra. He took from Abu Uthman al-Baziri with his friend Al-Jarmi. Jarmi and Abu Uthman al-Baziri were friends. They were friends. Like Abu Uthman al-Baziri was a bit older. Both of them they took from Abu Ubaidah and Abu, Abu Zayd. Abu Uthman al-Baziri was a person who was very smart and he was strong in his argumentations and his debates. Rahimahullah ta'ala. Walidalika the scholars they said, Lam Yakun Ba'da Sibawahi after Ali Babu Sibawahi. There wasn't a person A'lama min al Mazini more knowledgeable than Abu Uthman al Mazini. In what like him? Bin Nahu in Rama. He wrote a book in what? Fi'ilal in Nahu. The hidden defect in Rama and the reasoning behind issues. He also has a book in Sarf, morphology. And he died in Basra when the year was 249. Abu Hatim al-Sijistani. The fourth one is Abu Hatim al-Sijistani, rahimahullah. Sahl ibn Muhammad, his name is called. He grew up in Basra. He grew up in where? In Basra. And he took from Abi Zayd al-Asma'i, Abdul Malik ibn Quraib. He took from him and Abu Ubaidah. He took from them. And he has a book called I'rab al-Qur'an where he did the I'rab of the whole entire Qur'an. He grammatically analyzed the whole entire Qur'an. And he also has another kitab called Kitab al-Idgham. Kitab al-Idgham. And al-Idgham is what? Is from the Asifat al-Lazima in Tajweed. He died year 250 Hijriyah. The fifth is Ar-Riyashi Bikasr Ra'i Ar-Riyashiyu His name is Abu Al-Fadl His Kunya, sorry, is Abu Al-Fadl And his name is Al-Abbas ibn Al-Faraj He grew up in Basra He grew up in Basra And he took grammar from Abu Uthman al-Mazili He took grammar from him and he took the Arabic language in general from Abdul Malik ibn Quraib al-Asma'i. He took from him. And he was considered from the Kibar al-Nuhati wal-Lughawiyin, from the supreme high imams in the Arabic language. But he was killed. They killed him while he was praying. And he got killed in a fitna that happened in Basra, which was known as fitna to Zinj. Fitna to Zinj, some scholars call it. It was a big fitna that happened where it destroyed Basra. And the scholars at that time, many of them got killed. And when this fitna happened, the imam of that time, he told Abu Dawood al-Sijistani, you know Abu Dawood, right? The imam who wrote the Sunan. Abu Dawood, when the fitna of Basra happened and this great fitna took place, the leader of that time, he told Abu Dawood to go back to Basra to go to Basra, sorry, and stay there and teach the people of the Sunnah of the Prophet. Because once you do it, the people come back to the country, the city. The people come back to the city. 
We've now spoken about the five A'immatul Basra We're now going to speak about the other three That are opposite to that particular level <coughs> He died in the year 257 257 We're now going to go to the fourth level of the ulama of Kufa and there are only three the first one is Ibn Sa'dan al-Darir they said he was blind he has a kitab in grammar rahimahullah and he was famous for two things Ibn Sa'dan he was first of all famous for the Arabic language and the second one was he was an imam in qiraat and remember we mentioned some scholars who were imam in the language and they were imam in what? From them was Imam al-Kisai we mentioned. Shatibi says in his Hirz al-Amani wa Tahari, he says, Abba Aliyul fal Kisaiyu la'atu lima kana fil ihrabi fihi tasarbala. Kisai. The second is Abu Amr ibn Abu Amr ibn al-Ala. We spoke about him. He was an Imam in Arabic language and he's an Imam in what? Qiraat. Also Ibn Sa'dan. He was an Imam in Qiraat and an Imam in what? In the Arabic language. Well, he died in a kitab in grammar and he died in year 231 Hijriah. The second person is At-Tawal, Abu Abdullah Muhammad ibn Ahmed, who grew up in Kufa and he took knowledge from the Imam of Kufa, Kisai. He took from Kisai directly and he died in year 243 Hijriah. Ibn Sikit. Ibn Sikit. His name is Abu Yusuf Yaqub ibn Yaqub ibn Ishaq. He grew up in Baghdad. And he heard from Al-Farra. Do you remember who Farra is, brothers? Farra is what I was telling you yesterday about the Qissa uh, last week, Qissa to Zumbur. I mentioned it to you, right? The, the story of the wasp. Who were the two people who asked Sibawayhi the question when he came in? Khalaf al-Ahmar and who? Al-Farra. Lidaka, I mentioned the poet. Lidaka ahiyat ala al-afhami mas'alatun ahdat ila Sibawayhi al-hatfa wal-gumama qad kanat al-aqrab al-awja'u ahsabuha qidman ashadda min al-zumburi waqa'huma wa fil jawabi alayha hal idha huwa hi aw hal idha huwa iyaha qad ikhtasaba We mentioned it in those lines of poetry. Who is it? Al-Farra. He's Imam Ahli Kufa. And he was a student of who? Kisai. Ibn Sikit, I'll mention a story about him. Ibn Sikit had what is known as Tashayyur. Like the Tashayyur is not like what we know today. That Tashayyur was, is different. Okay? And if you go to the Kitab Mizanul Al-Itidal, Mizanul Al-Itidal, written by who? Al-Imam al-Zahabi rahimahullah ta'ala And you go to the first tarjama Which is Abani Mudur Tha'lab I think The first tarjama The first biography Abani Mudur Tha'lab Zahabi talks about the difference Between the Shi'ism of them and now It's not the same So it's not Don't think it's like that But he was He had that Tashayyu' in him So the leader Al-Mutawakkil Asked Ibn Sikita question. He said, Who do you like more, Hassan or Hussein? 
Ibn Sakit found that very disrespectful. And so he responded in a very harsh way. And when he responded, this is a leader, you don't respond like that. You don't respond like that. So he responded in a very harsh way, and the leader got angry from that. So what he, what he commanded was, cut his tongue off. The leader commanded that his tongue get cut off, and his tongue got cut off, and they pissed in his stomach, a spear in his stomach, and he died because of that. The year was 243. He has many books. He has a kitab called Al-Qalb Wal-Ibdal. And one of the most famous books that he has is Islah Al-Mantiq. Jalaluddin Al-Suyuti quotes from him a lot. Rahimahullah. And he has another book called Fa'ala Wa Af'al. I don't know Kitab Al-Qalb Wal-Ibdal and the Kitab Af'al, Kitab Fa'ala and Af'al. Whether they're published, I don't know. Like Islah Al-Mantiq is published. By Ibn Sikit. Now we're going to go into the the last person from the Imatul Basra, which is Al Mubarrid. And Al Mubarrid, brothers, is Bikasri Ra'i. Al Mubarrid. And there's a reason why he was called Al Mubarrid. First of all, his name is Abu Abbas Muhammad ibn Yazid. And he's from the people of Bani Thumala. From the people of Bani Thumala. His name is Al-Mubarrid Bikasr Ra'i. Place a kasr on the Ra. And this name was given to him by his teacher Abu Uthman al-Mazili. Who? Abu Uthman al-Mazili. The reason why Abu Uthman al-Mazili gave him this name was because he asked him about Al-Alif wal-Lam. Matters pertaining to Alif al-Lam. And Al-Mubarrid being an imam of the language he spoke for so long regarding Alif Al-Lam. And he went into details. And he discussed it in great details. And so, Abu Uthman Al-Mazid was amazed with him. And then he said to him, Qum fa'antal Mubarrid. Stand up, you are Mubarrid. And Mubarrid, what does it mean? It means Al-Muthbitu Lil-Haq. The one who brings the truth and establishes the truth. Like in the Kufiyin, huh? the Kufiyin, they don't, there's, there's talafus, there is debate and argumentation between the Kufiyin and the what? So what they did was, they did tahrif of Mubarrid and they called it Mubarrad. And they made a fatha on it. Uh, they changed it. Who did this? Uh, the Kufiyin. Anyways, he was a, he's an imam, rahimahullah, but the thing with Abu Abbas ibn Mubarrid is Abu Abbas ibn Mubarrid is that he's not he does not restrict himself to the Madhab al-Basriyid or the Madhab al-Kufid. He has a kitab called Al-Kamil. He doesn't restrict himself to the Kufid or the Basriyid. He doesn't. And he was an Imam in Nahu, an Imam in Sarf, an Imam in Adab, Arabic literature. An imam in Ayyamul Arab, the days of the Arabs. And he knew the Ash'ar and the poetry, the Jahili, he knew all of it. He also has many debates. He had many debates. And the debates that he had, he had it with Sa'lab. Him and Sa'lab and Al Mubarrid, they had many debates between them two. 
and their debates were very harsh very very harsh and because of their debates the Kufiyin after Sibawayhi and Kisa'is the debate that happened between them two it was like they were coming closer but the debate that happened between um, Al-Mubarrid and Sa'lab it brought about Al-Adawat Wal-Baghda enmity and hate to the two madhabs and it also even placed in the heart of Al-Mubarrid and Sa'lab each one's heart hate towards the other one they started to hate each other and the hate carried on until Al-Mubarrid died he died the year 270 uh, 285 285 the last person is Abu he's from the Mawla Shayban from that tribe he was born in Baghdad and he took from Ibn al-Arabi Ibn al-Salam Ibn Qadim and others and he had a great place in grammar and in the Arabic language and one of the things that he was very well known was he had a strong powerful mind his memory was strong very very strong his memory it was said that he could read something one time and it would stick to his mind it said that he memorized the kitab of Sibawi and the kitab of Farra and the kitab of Kisai, all of it in one sit. Imagine that. He memorized it. When he memorized, when he read the Kitab of Sibawayhi, he became the Imam of it in his time, in, in, in Kufa especially. He has many books that he wrote. From the books that he wrote is Ikhtilaf al Dahuyid, the differences between the grammarians, where he talked about. He talked about. What are the words that accept sarf? Sarf means what? Tanween. What are the words that accept tanween? And what are the words that don't accept tanween? He wrote a book on it. What the scholars call Mamnu' min sarf. He spoke about it. And he also has a book called Haddun Nahu, the definition of grammar. What does grammar actually mean? He died the year 291 Hijriya. 200 and what? 91 Hijriya. Inshallah ta'ala, next week we will be going through Dawr al-Tarjih, another Dawr, strengthening between the Madahibs. And which Madhab was stronger than which Madhab? What does each madhab stand on? We will be doing it in great details, inshallah ta'ala. Anything which I have said that was wrong or incorrect is from me, shaytan, and Allah and His Messenger are free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha illallah, astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayh.